You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. All right, so here it is, our first ever sponsored mini-sode. What does that mean? So when we first started talking with our sponsor, 11 Honoré, we thought that it would be really cool to do a partnership where we actually take you into 11 Honoré to meet the people behind the brand and tell you all a little bit more about it. So we decided to do a whole mini-sode about their process and why and how they do what they do. We've never done one of these before, so here's some transparency and behind-the-scenes info. And in case you were wondering, regular episodes of SAF will come back in a few weeks to finish out Season 4. Eleven Honoré is sponsoring this mini-sode, meaning they paid us to do a mini-sode about them. We agreed to do it with the caveat that we would be able to interview who we wanted and say what we wanted and be real about what we think. There is nothing we were asked to say or specifically encouraged to highlight, and that was really important to me. The whole idea of this mini-sode came about because I was talking to the 11 Honoré team about the episodes we're doing, about fashion brands, and they asked if we would want to interview them for one of those. I said yes, but that it seemed a little iffy to me to interview them when they were an active sponsor. So we landed on this sponsored mini-sode. We don't work with brands we don't believe in and trust, and we are really excited about 11 Honoré. I'm going to be talking to a few different people from the 11 Honoré team to get a big picture of what's going on. I'll talk to the CEO, Patrick Herning, family member and social media manager, Nicole Phillips, and fancy designer working with 11 Honoré, JC Obando. You're going to learn what 11 Honoré is, you're going to learn why plus-sized high fashion matters, and you're really going to want to watch The Devil Wears Prada again. Yep, you know, okay. You're right. I don't fit in here. I am not skinny or glamorous and... I don't know that much about fashion, but I'm smart. I learn fast and I will work All right, very hard. I've got hard. the exclusive on the Cavalli for Gwyneth. But the problem so is. So, as you've heard, Eleven Honore is a platform for designer plus size clothing. They work with designers and brands to expand their sizing, providing fit models and pattern makers to designers in a partnership. They started a little over a year ago and they've grown really quickly. A lot of the brands they work with are both inclusive and ethical. One of our interns, Yelly, shout out to Yelly, was researching Eleven Honoré's partnerships, and she told us about one that makes sustainable swimwear spun from plastic and fishing nets found in the ocean. Sounds pretty cool. We've linked them in our show notes in case you want to find out more. I did want to ask the team at Eleven Honoré a lot of questions, though, like why is high fashion important? Why should people who can't afford more luxury brands care about this sector of the business? Are there fat people working at Eleven Honoré? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
As you know, She's All Fat is ultimately a socialist podcast that only begrudgingly works with brands because we still live in a capitalist nightmare and because, unfortunately, I do love items. So it's important to us to really dig in to why we should give our important fat attention to this brand. Are they doing the best job for us, the fat community? And what is high fashion anyways? I put on my investigative reporter hat. It's very chic. Don't worry for this mini-sode. So let's get into it. Let's start with the big cheese, the CEO of Eleven Honoré, Patrick Herning. My name is Patrick Herning. I am the founder and CEO of Eleven Honoré. Um, I was in tech back in the 90s, in the early wave of the big tech boom, and then moved to Los Angeles, got sober, and launched a cool boutique event marketing agency, which grew into a big agency that another New York Agency acquired, and then I ran their office for five years and disengaged the beginning of 2016 and came up with the concept of 11 on a ride that year. Oh my gosh. So when you came up with it, what was the impetus for that? What was the spark for that? Backing up a bit, being in fashion and reading about the industry and different trends and conversations, obviously plus is a huge part of it. And it was the project I worked on for Marina Rinaldi in March of 2016 that I think the seed was planted. And then from there, Netta Porte had been a client of mine for, at that point, probably three years and really bringing the two concepts together, which was the Netta Porte for Plus. Why were you like, I'm the one to do this? I need to do this. The real answer is I had just been feeling this monkey on my back. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I call it my 2016 year, I had checked every box. I was, you know, at the peak of my career, I was 10 years sober, I was dating, I was living this life and it just didn't feel fulfilling. And I just felt like there was something more, something I was missing. And I work with a lot of healers and intuitives and this one woman in particular, was very insightful in terms of timing. And she said, just hang on, you know, just continue to meditate, continue to meditate. It's going to happen before Labor Day. It's going to happen before Labor Day. And the concept came to me on the 27th of August of 2016. Whoa. So as a man. Well, I think I know where this question is going. So I think it's important to say as a gay man. Oh, for sure. But still, like, as someone who is not a fat woman, basically. True. Where does your, like, interest and support, not in a suspicious way, but just, like, I'm always interested in people who are not in a specific audience where their allyship and, like, care about that community comes from, just if you speak a little on that. Right. I mean, I think growing up gay, you know, it was a very different time growing up in the 80s, right? Yeah. All you saw were were men dying as a young boy. And sort of internalized homophobia, fear of marginalization. I appreciate the curvy woman's plight when it comes to being uh, treated differently because of who you are. And also as a gay man, and I don't know if this is a stereotype or not, I'm surrounded by women. You know, women are my friends, women are my family. And in particular, this customer has evolved into being my mission and my passion. And I I don't think it would be fair to say it started out that way. I was very excited about this cool opportunity. But through the process, getting to know my customer is the reason I get out of bed every morning. Is there like an elevator pitch you have for 11 Honoré? Sure. 
<laughs> Eleven Honoré is the first globally disruptive e-commerce platform providing designer fashion for the Plus customer. I love that. We were committed to only bringing designers that have historically never designed for this customer before onto the platform. Interesting. So when you look at our brand, ma- brand matrix, 15 brands at launch, we're at nearly 90 80. Yeah, 90 brands now. 90% of that brand matrix had never done this before in any sort of forward-facing retail environment. But in terms of presenting a collection in a ready-to-wear capacity for a retailer, that had never been done before. And for me, when you look at the competitive landscape, I don't even look at it as competitive. I look at it as very friendly. But what I wanted to do was lead a conversation, right? I wanted to bring something to market that wasn't there. Yeah. Not following... Um, a category, but building a category. So when you're working with brands, do you also ask them about like ethical production stuff? Do most high fashion brands have ethical production things? For the most part, they all have standards. Yeah. Um, there are particular brands like Zero Maria Cornejo, Mara Hoffman, that have led the charge in sustainability. And that obviously is very important to us as a business. Yeah. I attended the... Uh, Business of Fashion Voices Conference outside of London in December. It was an incredible program, but a lot of it was about sustainability. And what we were able to change immediately is our packaging structure. So we've completely revamped it to reduce our carbon footprint, uh, recyclable materials, still maintaining this elevated experience. So when you do invest anywhere from $500 on up for a dress, that the experience feels that of a luxury brand, but doing it in a way that does not harm the environment or harms it less. For sure. I feel like uh, high fashion or, you know, more couture fashion is definitely like has a reputation at least for being better about their like payment for their workers. Does that hold true for the brands you work with? That, but more importantly, when you buy into um, luxury product, right? The, the, the thinking of why are we making this? Oftentimes you hear the word investment, right? Yeah. This is an investment piece. And by default, that is reducing the turnaround time for that garment. Yes. Either being resold or donated or ultimately ending up in a landfill. Because when you do invest $500, $1,000 in a dress, that is a dress that is meant to be with you for a while. And whether you gain weight or lose weight, you you invest in tailoring that dress, yeah. right? Versus, oh, throwing it out exactly. or, oh, after a, you know, a big event and a dry cleaning, it, it, it looks like shit. So, you know, just by default investing in luxury, you're investing in sustainability. All fashion is somewhat political but it's less like activism than other ways of doing it you know but i would say like one important part for me at least of body positivity is representation like one thing i'm excited about different brands being more extended in their sizing is the possibility of seeing more like plus size celebs or influencers or whatever and like fun clothes absolutely you know because for a long time like i'm so tired of seeing like anyone above a size 12 on a red carpet just in like like oh okay it's a wrap (laughs) you know that was a huge initiative for us it started in december with an event we did with elizabeth stewart arguably one of the world's most important celebrity stylists (laughs) rebel wilson sandra bullock julia roberts amazing like she's incredible So we kicked off award season with her. She then styled our New York Fashion Week fashion show. We did an event um, with Janelle from Vogue and Christina Pacelli, who styles Laverne Cox. And, 
you know, we made a huge effort to be very present during awards season to provide options for curvy actresses because at the end of the day, it shouldn't just be what you're talking about. It should be these globally recognized luxury designers. And when they step out on that red carpet, they should be on par with their straight counterparts, straight size counterparts. Exactly. I agree. It's interesting because I think there is like growing interest in high fashion like this from a plus size customer but everything we've been shown in the past is like look at models there's like so few plus size models on runways even plus size models are like not really plus size people the portrayal of high fashion is like devil wears prada shit you know where it's like you can't be here unless you're size four or whatever for like fat customers there's sometimes this hesitancy of like do i want to buy into this thing if they don't really want me you know a hundred percent and this is generations of like fashion sizeism. okay? Mm-hmm. This is like a big thing. And I don't want to unpack too much of it because I'm not a curvy woman. Yeah. But to your point, we're, you've been told, right? You, I'm pointing to you yeah, because yeah. you are this customer. You've been told like, you're worthy of a $40 dress. Right. Right. That's what you get. And yeah. it comes in a plastic bag and, you know, it's probably going to fall apart. So enter a lava on array, right? Overnight, literally overnight. It's like, no, not only is here as a $400 dress, here's a $4,000 dress. Damn. So there is, there is this like, okay, well, what took you so long? And so I think. Or it's a like, it's like, oh, now you want my money? Exactly. A little bit. Yeah. And what we say is like, look, we're here for you. We're here for you when you're ready and you deserve this. And we're going to continue to have every fucking brand you've ever wanted on this platform. And when you're ready to pull the trigger, we're here for you. It's honestly really an interesting way to go about it to have it be as a platform because I think that allows people to develop trust in you guys as opposed to like you know a lot of times I'll go to a different brand website and I'll be like okay like is it all are they gonna just go up to a 12 like I'm bracing myself for it a little bit of like okay here's another thing I don't that's cute that I have to find some sort of target alternative for you know exactly so it's like it's kind of cool to have it be a platform that people can develop trust in and be able to talk with you as like a middleman, basically. We've touched on it a little bit already about like, you know, the price point. 11 Honoré itself is clearly for a customer that has some more money to spend. Are you aware of other brands or platforms or places that someone who is interested in learning about fashion but doesn't have like access to the resources they would need to buy this like level of fashion? Do you have like shout outs you want to give to other places? Yeah. I mean, I think what Universal Standard's doing is awesome. Yeah. I think Alex and Paulina are super cool. I think Eloquy uh, yeah. really created an awesome product offering for the customer. Uh, you know, Nordstrom is, from a traditional retailer perspective, is doing more than anybody. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, their, their private label uh, definitely goes up to a 24, I believe. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. I'm excited about the conversation shifting. I'm excited yeah. about everybody is now paying attention in a way they didn't two years ago. And... Look, I, I think it's condescending to say, oh, be patient because it's like I've been patient long enough. Um, but I think instead of saying that, it's like, look how much we've accomplished in 18 yeah. months. No, I think it's very helpful to talk about that because it can feel sometimes there there's so many little examples of marginalization or microaggressions in the world day to day that sometimes some I know this is a common experience for other fat people where something will happen. Someone will say something shitty or like, you know, you have a bad experience. You go to a theater and you can't fit in a seat and you're like, okay, well, cool. Like I'm not like I'm not invited to the world that it can be hard to 
it, like a lot of times people will be like, is it ever going to change? Is anything changing? <laughs> is anyone paying attention? So it's cool to have examples of things like this where it's like, oh, there are some areas where we are making progress. Like it is changing. You can see it changing. You can literally see it changing. You can track our brand matrix growth and development. You can track uh, our extended sizing. You can like, we are changing it. We are yeah. literally changing it quarter over quarter. Do you think this could have happened 10 years ago? Absolutely not. Yeah. But here's the thing. And I think we need to be kinder and gentler. I'm not talking about uh, the plus conversation, but just the evolution of conversations in general. And I use this as an example. I've certainly with investors where were we with gay marriage 20 years ago, right? right? That's not where we are today. And I can assure you that a lot of people who sit here and raise the gay marriage flag are, you know, 20 years ago may have had a different point of view on that. Mm -hmm. Even the Victoria's Secret thing, you know, that was like kind of a celebrated moment 10 years ago. Yeah. Evolve. Yeah. Put some Curve Girls in your show. Like nothing's going to happen. What's happening now is you're closing stores. Yeah, exactly. So how cool is that? Yeah. Right? So I think... If you are, this is my personal belief as CEO, if you are responsible for a brand and you are responsible for that brand's narrative, you need to continue to evolve and grow that narrative with the conversation, the pop culture conversation. And to think that your brand is above the evolution of, of where the world's going, you are not doing your job. So we've been using the phrase high fashion a lot, so let me explain what we mean by that. We'll also link some more info and this quote source in the show notes, but basically high fashion or haute couture is generally defined as fashion that is constructed by hand from start to finish, made from high quality, expensive, often unusual fabric, and sewn with extreme attention to detail. Quality, expensive, got it. There's a whole lot of other fashion terms like ready-to-wear, luxury fashion, capsule collections, diffusion lines, and the ones highlighted on Eleven Honoré's website, high-end and boutique. It's kind of like when you go to the grocery store and one carrot's labeled organic and another's labeled organically grown and another is labeled cage-free, and then you're like, oh my god, are my regular carrots grown in cages? I'd love to do an episode later breaking all of this down, but we don't have the time right now. The division between high fashion and ready-to-wear fashion didn't always exist. We actually talked about this a little in our Seems Fake episode. You can go back and listen for more deets, but essentially, as consumer society and the Industrial Revolution happened and started taking over, ready-to-wear garments became more in demand, so they were mass-produced. It's only recently that haute couture has started to take steps towards becoming more inclusive, and honestly, I still think most of the impetus to do so is based off of the bottom line and not out of ethical decisions. But at New York Fashion Week 2018, only 1.1% of all casted models were considered plus-sized. What size were they really, you know? As someone who's honestly a little uncomfortable with the idea of one piece of clothing being mysteriously so much better or cooler or more important than another, but who does care about feeling cute and even more than that about accessibility and ethical choices, I have to remember that what happens in the couture world still trickles down to more accessible fashion spaces. What appears on a haute couture runway affects what shows up in Eloquie or Universal Standard. Hang on, where have I heard that before? Oh... 
Okay, I see. You think this has nothing to do with you. You go to your closet and you select, I don't know, that lumpy blue sweater, for instance, because you're trying to tell the world that you take yourself too seriously to care about what you put on your back, but what you don't know is that that sweater is not just blue, it's not turquoise, it's not lapis, it's actually cerulean. And you're also blithely unaware of the fact that in 2002, Oscar de la Renta did a collection of cerulean gowns, and then I think it was Yves Saint Laurent, wasn't it, who showed cerulean military jackets? I think we need a jacket here. Mm. And then Cerulean quickly showed up in the collections of eight different designers. And then it uh, filtered down through the department stores and then trickled on down into some tragic casual corner where you no doubt fished it out of some clearance bin. However, that blue represents millions of dollars and countless jobs. And it's sort of comical how you think that you've made a choice that exempts you from the fashion industry when in fact, you're wearing a sweater that was selected for you by the people in this room from a pile of stuff. Oh yeah, I got it. <laughs> Meaner than I remembered. So let's talk to a nice fashionista about what it looks like to both work and shop at Eleven Honoré and why fancier fashion is important to her. We are talking with Nicole Purcell Phillips. She's a member of the family and has been for quite a while. And um, she's the real reason that this sponsored mini-sode came together. And we're going to chat with her a little bit about um, how Eleven Honoré works as a customer and also like what it means to her as like a fat woman to work for a company that is uh, for someone like her. So hi, Nicole. Can you tell us a little bit about what your role is at Eleven Honoré and what you like about working here? Sure. I am the social media manager. I've been here for just about a year and I worked in fashion for over 11 years. I'm really excited about this brand and the mission. I love that we're bringing luxury fashion to other fat women, to other fat people. It's just kind of thrilling, actually, to have these pieces in my closet. I'm just, I'm super passionate about fashion accessibility for fat women so have you gone through the 11 honor like purchasing process what's it like and like how do you know it's they're expensive so tell us about doing that as a customer so i love fashion as soon as i started working hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Here, I was just lusting after so many pieces, and we didn't have as many designers and brands on our site. We had a lot of really high end pieces, so $2,000 dresses and up. We also ha offer quad pay, which has been really great for us. So it's basically 
your payment is split up in four and it's interest free. You get the product now and, and then you just pay it off within, you know, four payments. We also have been offering more contemporary brands and designers. So like Mara Hoffman, Parker, those are all pieces that are under the 600 range. So those are easier for me to budget into my life. And those are pieces that I'm going to have forever. I will make sure to tailor them to my body as my body changes. So when you're here and you're like walking around, do you feel like you are centered as like a fat woman in fashion? I do. I definitely feel kind of like sometimes, you know, I'm the customer here. And we have a few people who are like on our field who definitely wear a brand as well. But um, I, I kind of enjoy being the person who people will go to and say, how do you feel about this? Do you think we should add length here? Do you, how does this fit? Can you try this on for us? And I am very honest with my opinions and what I think we should provide for this customer. We don't want to change the style of a garment because we want it to be the exact same piece. We don't want to change anything. We don't want to alter it. And so I like being this like kind of point of contact for our team where I can like let them know, I think this will work. I think this won't work. I think we should change this. You know, this is a better option. All right, we'll join this for you. And a poncho. You'll take what I give you and you'll like it. We're doing this Dolce for you. You work here, so you have the opportunity to like go in and try stuff on like in the closet. But like as um, if someone is like going to work with the fit people here, like what what is that process like for a customer? So we have a great client services team and I use them as well. They know the fit of every piece. So if I'm like looking at the site and saying, where's our 20, where's the 22 in this dress? Or, you know, our, our client services team will say, well, why don't you try it in this in a 20? And that's how it happened. Like I found a Brown and Maxwell dress in a size 20. Did not ever think that I would wear that because I'm like, oh, I'm a 22, 24. It fit me perfectly. And they just, they know each piece. And I think with social media as well, since I'm the one that's answering the DMs generally, um, I'm going to know which pieces are going to work. And because we're such a small team, if there's a question, like we can get that answered. I do think that what we do here affects this whole fashion world. And I look at it like, okay, so we're showing these like super high fashion editorial images. And I think that, you know, when you, when you see things over and over, it normalizes it. It's true. We don't want it to feel like plus versus straight size, but we want the images just to speak for themselves and show these people in like completely high fashion, beautiful elevated pieces. And hopefully that trickles down into how other companies are advertising their plus. So maybe they're not keeping them as an afterthought. Maybe they're putting them in the front. Major fashion brands and designers help dictate what's going to be in, you know, with other smaller brands. Everyone's taking their designs and making them into more affordable fashion or more wearable. So if we're showcasing this really beautiful fashion, other brands who maybe are expanding their line will look at us and say, oh, okay, I'm not going to water down our plus selection, I'm going to give them the same beautiful stuff. Thank you so much for chatting with us and just say bye to the fat Molly. Bye. See you guys on the, on the Facebook private group. If you have any questions, 
just yeah. at me. <laughs> so you run the Instagram. So if people want to ask you questions, can they just DM you? Yeah, DM me. You can always reach me that way. Going behind the scenes. Okay, wait. I have to say it. Lynn wrote this. <laughs> behind the seams with Nicole was really important to me because I did have concerns about how 11 honorary could fit into someone's life in an aspirational way. Like, I don't want this mini-so to feel like, hmm, not for me, for our family who can't afford 11 honorary. It does matter for all of us that there's an actually good and careful option for plus-size hokuturians that we're not just left out of all fancy things if we want them and have the dough for them. And again, there's that trickle-down effect we talked about before. I also like that Nicole has made it really clear that 11 Honoré wants to hear feedback, questions, concerns, comments, and ideas. So if you have any of those, hit her up on 11 Honoré social media. In our Small Biz Big Fashion episode, we talked to some indie companies about how extended sizing works from a design and production standpoint, and that stuff is complicated. But 11 Honoré's whole thing is taking high fashion designers and helping them make their wares plus size, expanding their size range while keeping the same style and feel, unlike many stores that add a plus size range that feels totally different from their straight size offerings. One thing I have been thinking about is the conundrum of working mainly with designers who have not done plus size styles before. We learned in our fashion episode how hard it is out here for indie plus size designers. I think it'd be really cool to see 11 Honoré give them a platform for their work. But at the same time, it is valuable to target more mainstream designers. That way, 11 Honoré can make sure they expand right and show the world of high fashion that us fatties are hot too. 11 Honoré is only one year old, and when I was one, I had definitely accomplished a lot less than this. So I want to give them some more room and time to grow. I wanted to end this mini-sode talking with one of the very designers that 11 Honoré works with about his fashion point of view and what his work with 11 Honoré has been like. JC Obando is from Colombia. He loves sensuality and silk, and his clothes that are made in LA and his atelier are very fun and sexy and available on 11 Honoré. Hello, my name is Juan Carlos Obando. I'm a women's wear fashion designer. Um, I am the founder and creative director of my brand, Juan Carlos Obando. Um, we specialize in just beautiful, silky, drapey clothes that um, kind of we kind of expand upon that idea of um, flowiness and, and being evocative, regardless of you know whatever size you are. Clearly, and obviously based on that, um, having you here is the idea of perhaps talking more about why we're working so closely with Eleven Honoré, which has been an amazing new experience for us. So how did that get started? How did you start working with them? Um, I've been working with Patrick, actually, for quite a long time in his multiple, you know, iterations of, of his career. He was a huge uh, supporter of my early on, the beginnings of my career, uh, both here and in New York. Uh, we do a big part of our made-to-measure. That's something that we have had for a very long time. So we always were set up to understand the woman's body. It has been always the ethos of this brand. Um, so it was a, a bit of an extension of what we, something that we were already doing. I think the part that was in, uh, intrinsical to this collaboration was their vision into what we were doing on the regular sizing, how we translate 
without losing the essence and without losing the creativity. Because that's the whole point. The whole point is that how do you see this outfit and you say, oh, that's a Juan Carlos Orlando outfit, just by the way it looks, by the way it colors, by the way it flows, regardless of whatever size it is. Yeah, that's, that's irrelevant, to be honest with you. It's more like your taste. And it's more about um, your desire to to create um, a look. Did 11 Honoré, like, provide you with any tools to help you do that? Did they, like, match you up? I know with some designers, they match them up with, like, different grading help or, like, other fit models or that kind of thing. Them being based in Los Angeles and us being based in Los Angeles, we have created a very um, tight relationship where there is a huge amount of communication. and, And that goes all the way from the moment we have a market appointment all the way to them shooting it. While they're shooting it, if they're encountering things, there's an open communication. You know, we work a lot with their own fit models, so we understand, so we can have a very clear path into the original idea versus the actual output. And we also have now a new fit model that works with us on our end, so, and it's a must, because again, as we were discussing earlier, it's so much about the body. So for me, the focus has always been an aesthetic. And I think 11 Honoré, what they're doing is creating a very specific output of, output of an aesthetic. And I think that's the part that I find so successful with them because sure, clothing has been available all the time at any given size. I mean, that's, you know, uh, when it comes to high fashion, Perhaps you had the opportunity to approach it or not. So, so there has always been different ways. The part that I find rather amazing about them is that there's no boundaries into an idea. The idea exists, and it exists across the board. There is no differentiation versus one size or the other. It's the, they are just giving you my aesthetic. That part for me is quite amazing because a great idea should be translated into multiple levels. Sure, there are certain things that don't translate one way versus the other, but that doesn't eliminate your taste. And it's exciting to hear, especially like having looked at some of your clothes on the site, it's like a lot of the things that are described about your clothes, it's like slinky, sexy, silky, and like also, you know, a lot of 11 Honoré is about like velvet, you know, luxury, like bigger bodies getting to be in these like more luxury clothes. And a lot of times when it's offered to us, it's offered in this way that's like, and here's your version, (laughs) you know, like here's the shittier version that you get to wear, (laughs) you know? So it's like cool to be like, like there's not, there's, there just aren't that many, at least in, you know, more, more straight to market, like fashion that's like sexy, slinky, silky, plus size, unless it's, like, also, like, really nipped in or, like, you know what I mean? It's got a thousand bows on it or, like, something like yeah, that. I'm very much in love with a person's voice, the way how you move your hands, um, the words that you use, um, perhaps your perfume, the color of your nails, I mean, your ear. I mean, I think I see women in... Uh, bigger art of a story. So, for me, when when I'm thinking of the clothes and I say, oh, because you're suddenly going to a different size, now the slit needs to be more 
conservative or you somehow have to put sleeves or it's interesting because I don't think like that because it has never been an issue for me the whole point of putting the sleeves because I want the sleeve there <laughs> from the size zero to the size one million I just want the sleeve there mm-hmm. because that's the provocation I would like to communicate and and I'm being very true to that and I feel that there will be a woman from a size zero to a size whatever that she might feel comfortable with this lid or not but she might feel comfortable with this linking I, I think this idea that oh you have to be a certain size in order to be provocative or sensual or XYZ is based on size it has nothing to do with size it has to do with your personality <laughs> I mean and then you will gravitate towards the brand that align to your vision and to your aesthetic. I love that. I mean, I think that's also part of the strength of a women honoree that they're helping to communicate like a vision like that to an audience where someone who's just in the plus size market approaching high fashion, what they've heard in general is not that, you know? They've heard more or seen more like... Um, this is mostly accessible to or like made for a certain type of body. And so it's nice to be able to hear like, oh, it's not just it's not just that we're not wanted. Like, oh, there are spaces that that want to dress us and like Eleven Honor is helping connect us with those. Yeah, yeah. I think I, mean, I, I go back to the taste. Mm-hmm. You know, I think um, I think taste transcends Age, mm-hmm. race, you know, sizes. I think, I think if you have cultures, I think when you have a particular taste, and I think that belongs to you. I think one of the things that um, I always think about my brand is my brand is more uh, sure we make ready to wear clothes, but I like to think about it more like a perfume company because we don't create tons of clothes. You know, our collections are very edited. Um, we create every season a very um, curated amount of styles. And the reason for that is because we do spend a lot of time on each one of these styles. We're not just creating, let's just make a top, let's just make a skirt, let's just make a trouser, let's just make... So we build this little narrative with a very specific group of units which I consider core, core products of the house. When we have that specific vision, it makes it a lot easier to expand to any size you want because you're not creating fleeting products. You're creating very specifically designed items that are meant to last. times when I'm looking at stuff like what's on the 11 Honoré site part of it is like imagining what like imagining the clothes partly as like a little bit of a style costume you know like what what feeling or like what evening am I creating with putting this on do you know what I mean like a kind of like a okay I'm putting on this like jacket because I want to feel a little tough going out tonight because I want to you know whatever whatever so like can you, there's like a million different stories that somebody could tell in one of your pieces of clothing, but like what do you imagine someone, someone's one person's story like in your clothes, like where, where are they wearing it and like what does it smell like outside and like what time is it? 
I think we have this conversation all the time about because it really comes down to a very specific moment for me. Okay. I think, I think it wasn't original at all. The thing growing up with was raised by a single father. JC described to me that his father used to take him to a dance hall as a child in Colombia. And when he would wake up sleeping on a chair underneath his father's jacket past midnight, he would look around at the colors and the waving fabrics and that feeling you have when you're a kid and the adults are doing something exciting that feels a little mysterious. When JC designs clothing, he sees this incredible group of people dancing to the beat of Afro-Caribbean music in the balmy, warm evening wind. Everyone's a little sweaty, but the party is so alive. This beautiful woman has all her makeup on and her nails. She's moving and she's dancing. The wind is blowing her silk dress. You see a palm tree behind her, and somehow there's always a swimming pool attached to where they are. It's coastal and tropical and a summer evening. She's dancing in this evocative way, a fiesta kind of way. It's shadows, it's past midnight glamour. JC says it's easy for him to design for that woman because she's a vibe, a mood, a personality, a feeling. She loves silk and flair and texture and sensuality, and that woman doesn't have a specific physical form. It makes perfect sense to him to design for lots of sizes. So that's it, family. This has been our sponsored mini-sode with 11 Honoré. Now you know where to go if you're looking for a fun dress for a fun party or a fancy dress just to wear down the street to Chipotle like me. But like, please be careful not to get guac on it because I always do that. Make sure to check out the links in the show notes to read more about 11 Honoré and the people we talked to today. And we'll see you for the rest of season four in a few weeks. Thank you so much to our amazing junior producer, Lynn, for editing, writing, producing this episode. And congrats to Lynn on college graduation, baby. Um, We'll see you soon. And for a final reminder, here's a replay of another 11 honorary ad so you don't miss out on their offer to family listeners. Bye. Hey, family. If you're someone who wants to buy beautiful plus-size designer clothing, look no further than 11 Honoré. If you've never bought designer before, you can rely on 11 Honoré's sales and stylist team to help you find something that will look and feel amazing. I went to 11 Honoré headquarters recently to test out their options. I've never worn designer clothes before, and I've had plenty of experiences looking at beautiful items and knowing they'd never come in my size 24 shape. I tried on a bunch of things that fit really well and looked beautiful. It was honestly incredible to not just be looking for something, anything that I could stretch onto my body. I was looking for something that fit my body and fit it well. As co-founder and CEO Patrick Herning says about the 11 Honoré client, she's been dealt watered down versions of fashion for so long, we want to give her things she's not expecting. That held true for me. 11 Honoré is committed to the process of working with designers in a traditionally exclusive industry, high-end fashion, to expand their size ranges. They've only been in business a year and a half, and they've gone from launching with about 20 designers to now working with 90. 
11 Honoré is an amazing option for plus-size customers who want to wear luxury clothes that fit and feel incredible, sold on a platform that advocates for them. She's All Fat listeners can get 20% off one order of regular price items from now through July. Visit 11honoré.com and use code SAF20. That's 11honoré.com, SAF20. And that's our show. She's All Fat was created by me, Sophie Carter-Khan, and the iconic April K. Quio, who is on a break this season. You know what she said to me the other day, though, was... It's actually Cerulean. We are an independent production. If you'd like to support the work we do, you can join our Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash she's all fat pod. When you pledge to be a supporter, you'll get all sorts of goodies and extra content. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to the stuff we mentioned today. And don't forget to send us your questions via email or voice recording to FYI at she's all fat pod.com. Please make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's super important in making sure people find the show. If you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll give you a shout out on the pod next week. Our theme music was composed and produced by Carolyn Pennypacker Riggs. Our website was designed by Jesse Fish, and our logo is by Britt Scott. This episode was co-produced and edited by Maria Ortel. Our junior producer is Lynn Barbera. Our lovely, amazing new interns are Freya Salander and Yelly Cruz. I am our host and co-producer. Our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter handles are at She's All Fat Pod. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.